Hey, everybody, what is happening with you today? I just hope wherever I find you today that it is just a really good day. And we could use a few good days because I've got to tell you, with all this talk of recession, I've been thinking about it a lot, and people have been asking me about it a lot. And it really falls under this topic of financial uncertainty. Now, the interesting perspective about financial uncertainty is it's always uncertain, guys. It always is. It just seems sometimes we're a little closer to the top. We might be a little closer to the bottom, but it's always uncertain. So much can happen that we don't have any inkling of control. But times like we are in now where interest rates are going up and the stock market is all over the place and housing is slowing down and jobs are a question, it's just more of a topic. I mean, look, the news channels have to have something to talk about and something that is uncertain, that has some fear attached to it. It is the perfect topic. So what do we want to do about it? See, that's what I want to help you with today and we can't stabilize the economy but what we can do what you can do is you can stabilize some factors around you and i want to talk about one of those today but before i get too far with some of my thoughts let me share some thoughts from scripture from philippians 4 verses 6 and 7 which reads do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god and the peace of god which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in christ jesus i love that scripture do not be anxious about anything sometimes when i read that i just Imagine a loving mother or father saying that with such love and care to a child. Hey, don't be anxious about anything. I've got you on this. I mean, what a great feeling. Okay, with that under our belts, I want to share with you a little scientific observation for a few minutes. And if you just stick with me just for a few minutes, I have a very important point to make that will tie it all together. And oh, by the way, can improve and encourage your financial behavior and the choices that you make. I was at a concert recently with some friends of mine. It was fantastic but it was also very loud. Now, I used to never worry about this. I would go to a concert, I would come home, and then I would deal with the lingering ringing in my ears for a while that night or maybe even into the morning, but eventually it would go away. Now, these days, though, being a little older and hopefully a little wiser than I used to be, at least this time I was, I took along a little hearing protection with me. I know, I know, what a nerdy thing to do, Putnam. I get it, but 
it made the sound level very manageable at the same time without affecting any of my enjoyment of the concert. I won, my ears won, it was fantastic. And, oh, by the way, no ringing in my ears when it was over. So, I'm feeling pretty good about that. Now, we know that loud noise can damage hearing, but it made me curious of what's really going on. So, like I do sometimes, I said, I've got to find out more about this. So, I found an article from the Center of Disease Control, the CDC, about how does loud noise cause hearing loss. Now, it was a wonderful article. You can read about it. But the part I wanted to pull out was referencing a loud event, like a concert or a football game, somewhere where there is a lot of continual loud noises. Because you notice that you go to the game or you go to the event, you come home, you've got some ringing in your ears, and it eventually fades away and your hearing comes back. Well, here's why. The average person has about 16,000 hair cells, H-A-I-R, hair cells inside their cochlea. And these cells allow your brain to detect sounds. And when you go to a loud event like this, Those hair cells are like blades of grass. When they have loud noise blown over the top of them, they bend over. And as they bend over, it temporarily damages them. But as time goes on, as rest happens, they become straight again and stand up again after a recovery period. But if the loud noise continues over extended periods of time you can lose up to 30 to 50 percent of these hair cells they can be damaged or destroyed before you have changes in your hearing on average which means that you could damage a lot of these hair cells and it not affect your hearing but if you keep it up you're going to wind up damaging the hearing over time and it cannot be repaired So here's my point. Just like the loud noises that can damage the ear, there are other loud noises around us that can damage the heart. Now, not the physical heart. I'm talking about the soulful, the guiding, the loving and caring heart of a believer. And I'm talking about the incredibly loud mental and emotional noise that can come from media. Real Simple Magazine on September 21st in 2022 released an article titled How to Protect Your Mental Health When the News is So Stressful. It shared some insightful thinking around this, and some of this we already know to be true, that it's nearly impossible to compartmentalize all of this anymore with all of the different modalities that we can have at our disposal for different types of media. And this excerpt from the article really stood out. The latest headlines appear in your Discover feed when you open the Google app to search for a chocolate frosting recipe. Disturbing images surface on your Instagram feed when you're checking out a friend's proposal photos. There are no boundaries. And it went on to read that, unsurprisingly, 
consuming upsetting news of any kind and in any amount can be emotionally upsetting. So it makes perfect sense that consuming even more upsetting news for an even longer period of time impacts us even more. So here we are in the midst of financial uncertainty with the word recession being thrown around a lot. And every media outlet, every platform, everybody has a voice and a megaphone talking about it one way or the other. And after a while, it can have significant negative impact on the way that you're thinking, on the way that you are preparing, and the way that you are behaving with your money. And just like I chose to wear hearing protection at the concert, as goofy and nerdy as that is, I know, I know, but there are some noise protection ideas for your mind and your heart that can help you stay clear and confident in any times of economic uncertainty. Noise protection number one, avoid it. Now, this is much easier said than done, but when you can avoid it, avoid it. Just keep your media turned off when you can. But even then, it's still not perfect because you've got friends around you, coworkers, family members that are bringing up the topic as well. My point here is, for noise protection, if you can avoid the input, if you can avoid the stories, the images, the videos, then choose to avoid it, especially if it is causing you stress and anxiety. Noise protector number two, interrupt it. So yes, of course, you're going to avoid it when you can, but ultimately, you're going to come face-to-face with these media stories around financial uncertainty. But if there are certain types of reporting, images, videos, and they are just too much for you, turn it off. Change the channel. Interrupt it. If you're in a conversation with a friend or family member or coworker, interrupt the conversation. Change the topic. Think if you used it as a ministry moment. What if you could memorize Philippians 4, 6, and 7, and when your friends and coworkers or family members began talking about their anxiousness about the economy, about what's happening around them, you can share the scripture with them. So you can take a moment of uncertainty and turn it into a moment of ministry. So when you can, if you find yourself in the midst of media and information that you don't desire, interrupt it and change the direction. And noise protector number three, direct it. Guys, this is the one that I really want to encourage you. This is where you plan your outlets. You choose where you're going to receive your information. You're going to take it in. You're going to find the voices that you trust. You're going to keep the media and the stories in context. 
You're going to set aside time to give yourself time to process the information. You're even going to have the opportunity to find some money buddies. I've talked about this before in so many different areas. A money buddy is that trusted friend or family member or coworker where you can have clear and honest and faithful conversations about what you are hearing and how you feel you should be responding to it. And there are three ideas to help you protect yourself from the noise of media. Avoid it when you can. Interrupt it whenever you can't avoid it. But best of all, direct it and take control. This is just one simple step for you to begin to get recession ready, to begin dealing with the financial uncertainty that we are in right now that you may be feeling. And if you go to changeforyourdollar.com and click on the resource link, I have a brand new mini course for you and a downloadable workbook with four simple steps that will not only help you get recession ready, but even if it never comes, we are definitely in a period of financial uncertainty And I know that these four simple steps will be a blessing to you. Not only giving you a little more of what we began covering today, but three more simple steps that are going to help you in any period of financial uncertainty. Just go to changeforyourdollar.com, click on the resource link, and it will take you right to the mini course, totally free, along with a PDF downloadable workbook. As always, if this was a blessing to you, please share it with someone. And if you would consider a five-star rating on whatever platform you are listening to my podcast, I would greatly appreciate it. It is always a blessing to share with you, and I'll look forward to next time.